Welcome to Wish by Pod. Here is Jason Smith and here is Mike Mallow. Today we're talking about seahorses and our first one is Jason. Is Jason the seahorse? No! <laughs> <laughs> You know, I do love seahorses. All right, let's hear about seahorses. You know why I love seahorses? I spent a wonderful, wonderful week. Last week I was off for work, as you know. I was going to bring that up. And I flew out to sunny California. Newsflash, it wasn't so sunny. It was rather cold. It was 50 degrees. Well, you know, there's a thing when you leave West Virginia, the cold follows you. Yeah. (laughs) It follows. But... We went to we went to California and we we literally went to the Pacific Ocean because I, I one thing you got a checklist yeah seen that ocean now got it uh, but okay. when I walked four out more to go four more to go that last one's gonna be hard <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when I walked out there I um, I looked at it I was like oh okay and it's like 50, 55 degrees and so I walked out it was chilled but I was like you know what? I'm just gonna walk out without jacket we'll pop over I had just a t-shirt and and dress pants on and All shoes. Right. Or I walked out there, there were folks in that town walking around with scarves, gloves, you know, toboggans on. They looked like they were Eskimos just running around. And I'm just looking at them going, it's 50 degrees, guys. And they do not do well with the cold weather. And it's funny, I had one guy come up to me and goes, all right, man, you got to not be from around here. Because I was just walking around in a t-shirt. <laughs> and it was like a blue t-shirt. So You're like, yeah, I brought the cold with me. I'm yeah. from West Virginia. Yeah. You know, curse. Yeah. Um, you want to try some sausage gravy? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, they, they hate anything gravy over there. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably being discriminatory. In, you know, in, in the West Coast, you're saying? Yeah, on the West Coast. Well, I've learned one thing they do love. Anything hot and spicy. Because I got to hang out with Martha's family, and I had more Mexican food than I've ever had in my entire life. And whew, by, like, day four, I looked at Martha, and I was like, can, can we just do some, like, potatoes? And meat, yes. And they wrapped that in a, in a, in a soft taco and handed it to me. I was like, it's close enough. Is, is it weird that like non-European cultures seem to have like really spicy food as part of their? I, I wonder that. I wonder that. And then what? European cultures are just very bland and yeah. salt and sugar and sweet, yeah. which is the thing we adopted, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seems, but I, I liked it. It was funny because they were like, "We're gonna pick on the gringo. Let's give him hot food." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." And I ate it, and I was like, "This is really good." Holding back the tears of "Holy crap, this is hot!" But I was able to eat most of it. Yeah, that's and, probably why you need need the coat and scarf. I know that's what I said. I literally was like, I "Need to go walk this off and sweat it out." But you no, know, it was good food though, and I enjoyed myself. But talking back about seahorses, yeah. I actually my littlest one got to ride a seahorse. Not only a seahorse, she must be a little one. Yes. A Lego seahorse. Oh, okay. Yes. We went to the legendary place known as Legoland. Now, here's how legendary it is. Mike, did you know there was a Legoland? I was aware. I did but, not. But, but only through, I don't want to say Big Bang Theory. They they reference it every now and then. I did not know there was a Legoland. Because I, I haven't watched it in like five years. But, but oh. the early ones at least made some reference to it. Yeah. Legoland is like a generic knockoff of Disneyland. Of maybe one of the parks, like Magic Kingdom, sort of. That makes sense. And you kind of walked in, but it was it was fun. I spent way too much money because I walked around. I almost walked out of there going. See, there's where you need to get your Unikitties. Yeah, we did. We picked up Unikitties. Oh, okay. But just just <laughs> literal Lego <laughs> Unikitties. But they're, but they're literally made of knives, so, yeah. so they wouldn't take it back on the plane. Yeah, that's right, and they'd be like, no. 
cool. But so we're walking out of there, and it's just funny because I'm walking around. Marion's getting something. Martha got some more stuff from her, and I'm walking out, and I look up there behind the counter, and they've got like Disney Castle. You can make out bricks. They've got Star Wars Empire stuff made out bricks, which I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But it's like you know two three hundred dollars. Right. And then I see it in the corner, the biggest box of all, the Ghostbuster Firehouse. Uh, and I just saw that. I was like, "Yeah, like screw you, kid. I got my own thing going exactly on. Exactly right. And I sat there. I was like, oh, God. And it didn't have a price tag on it. When you start earning a paycheck, you can get your own crap. Yes. And I, this, uh, is mine. this is mine. And what was interesting, so I walked up to the guy and I was like, I'm going to regret saying this, but how much is that Ghostbuster house? The, the firehouse right there. And he's like, uh, I'm sitting there. He'd be like, it's $700. But no, he was like, it's, um, it's 350. I was like, 350, 350. And I'm like, that's not bad. That's doable. I can do that. I can do that. And in my head, I'm sitting there going, sir, do you have a, our discount? I go, I wish I did. And he looked at me real quick. He goes, I'll give it to you. And he knocked <laughs> off 5%. I was like, nice. thank you, sir. And then I, I paid, and I sat there and I paid it. So I paid it. The sucker is so massive. We get into the car and then curse me. How the heck am I going to get this home? I can't take this on the plane. <laughs> so we I ended up ship, shipping it from California. Uh, we sent it out. They sent it Friday, Saturday. You're still waiting on it? I got it yesterday. Uh, okay. It was crazy. I was like, it's already at my house. It's crazy how nice. quickly we got that. So I guess what I'm working on this weekend. But you can do it as a family activity. Like, I know you didn't get the, the Unikitty Castle, but... Let's put some Ghostbusters. And she loves Ghostbusters. That's right. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. My daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it was funny because I told Martha, I was like, hey, you know, if I build this, is it okay if we put this on the study? And she looks at me and goes, yes, if we complete the study and put up shelving. <laughs> and I'm like, we'll work on that this weekend. We'll get that done. All right, we'll put up shelving. You have incentive now. Yeah, yeah I do. You have, have motivation. Yeah. She, I guess my fiance is still disappointed because she's like, I wish the, the incoming baby would be motivation enough to get the house done. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Oh, it's the Ghostbuster Firehouse. <laughs> the Lego Ghost House. That's, 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 that's that the big the job done. Yes. That's a, that's a, when people come in, yeah, they're going to talk to us about our books. But when they see that Ghostbuster House, they're going to be just awed. They go, they're going to be oh, look at the house. Yes. Or they'll be like, wow, we really need to get out of here. It's the House of Venkman. Yes. Ah. Yes. That's about the only, but they had like fun little games for her to get on. They had little horses, Lego horses, Lego seahorses. You think of anything Lego, they did. Here's the odd thing. So with the excessive Lego movie and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm assuming I'm going to walk in this place and see those characters everywhere, right? Right. None of it. That's crazy. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that, actually. Yeah. They were all just like generic Legos everywhere in the park. I will tell you a similar story to that. What's that? And, th- and this is blew my mind, too. Disney, anytime they put out a movie in, in the fall, I'm always like, well, that's going to be the hot Christmas item is whatever that movie is about. And you know, Wreck-It Ralph was the, the last example. Like, we're like, there's going to be a bunch of Wreck-It Ralph. There's like a tiny display in Target that's just like two or three things. That's it? Yeah. Now, even crazier, when Moana come out two years ago, and, and our daughter loved the movie, we were like, okay, we want to get her some Moana stuff. You, you couldn't find, because what she really wanted was like the chicken and, and the pig, you yeah. know, Poa and um, Hey Hey. Hey Hey. And so we, we went looking for like a Poa doll, like the pig, mm-hmm. and it, there was none nowhere. Yeah. Are and they just sold out or they just didn't make them? No, they just didn't make them. So like, Interesting. 
Because, like, literally in the May after Christmas, we went to New York City, and we literally went into the Times Square Disney store, and they had, like, nothing. zero yeah. Moana stuff in there. Yeah. This is, like, the freshest Disney movie. Yeah. It's got and nothing. You, there, there's a ton of Lilo and Stitch stuff, which made absolutely no sense, because that was, like, one of the more obscure movies of, like, the Disney library. Yeah. You know? It might as well have been Home yeah. on the Range or whatever. Everyone loves Lilo, though. Yeah. But now, like, like when we're looking for the Wreck-It Ralph stuff, there's Moana stuff everywhere now. It's like they have a delayed response to the toys. I guess maybe they didn't realize it was going to be that big. I, I mean, the, you know, the pig, you know, what's not to like? No, it's, the chicken it's, it's, it's a cute plush pig. That's all I wanted. Well, I, I even go farther down the road. So, last year when we went to Florida, mm-hmm. uh, we had just seen The Last Jedi. Martha, of course, hated it, yeah. and I loved it. Yeah, we won't, we won't go down that road. Yeah. But one of the things she said, she goes, what is the point of, what are those things called right there? Porgs. What are the point of the porgs? She's like, it's the stupidest thing. Why do you? Why do they even have those in the movie? Aren't you glad I had a reference point for yes, that? Yes, I did. I was sitting there because that's what got me thinking about it. By the way, that's that my Christmas present from Hazel that she picked out for me specifically. Nice. Yeah. So here's my point. I said to her, I was like, you want to know why they had those porks in the movie? I go look over there, and along, and we're in Disney, and along yeah. in the Magic Kingdom is like 30, 40 porks. And guess what? My daughter wants. She wants a pork. She goes, can I get one of those? Do you know the actual reason they put them in the movie? Why? Because it was puffin mating season, so there were so many puffins around, they had to CGI out the puffins. So they put the porgs in in place of the puffins. No, yeah. I didn't know that. Yep, that's, that's the reason why. Uh, fun fact. Fun fact. On the podcast. Yes. So it's, it's a porg coffee mug. Ah. And she was like, Daddy likes Star Wars and he likes coffee, so he's going to love this. Exactly. And I'm like, that's, that's some good logic. That's there. some good logic right there. <laughs> you know what? You're going to like this. You know what Marion got me for? What's that? She got me the dye from the Millennium Falcon, the, the, oh, the okay, nice. dice that they wear. <laughs> Daddy likes Star Wars and he likes gambling. <laughs> he likes gambling. <laughs> Daddy's got a problem and he's got a real problem. <laughs> I won't say which one's which. <laughs> but so and it's funny because I took it and then I gave it. So I actually took it and hung up the office and she's like, no, 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 you're supposed to put it in your car. I'm like, well, I've already got crap hanging up in my car. Yeah, because anytime he drove around with something, he put it in his, his, his like visor or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I, got, I agree with her. I know. I guess I got to take my crap down and put up the dice and be done with it. So here's a question I got. What's up? Our kids produce a lot of art. Yes, they do. And and that stuff gets everywhere. Like, I literally got a pile here in the corner. And I, there's a box below that I stick it in. But the, the boxes fill up pretty quick. Yes. I don't know where... Put it. So keep putting things. You know what like, we like do? I just dump them in the bigger tubs. Yeah, I was, was going to ask, what do, what do you do? We're horrible parents. To, you know, we throw it away. We throw it away? Holy shit. Yes. I'm not editing that out either. Holy, nah. holy shit. Shit. I, I looked at her and Martha like, my heart got crushed. Because she'll like see her walk away and she'll pull the stuff out of the backpack. She goes, quick, throw it away before she sees it. Because Marion wants to keep everything. And I'm like, oh, Me, me too. And I like to keep everything. Well, it's like, <laughs> like, like, like the Christmas cards. Like, like, Martha's like, right, I'm going to throw these away. I'm like, no, 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 don't throw the Christmas cards away. Why are you going to throw the Christmas cards? She goes, you want to keep the Christmas cards? I go, damn right, I want to keep the I, Christmas I, cards. I do after a year, except for the picture ones. I, I always feel bad throwing those out. And see, that's what I said. I said, don't throw away the picture ones, at least. Let's keep the picture ones. And then 30 years from now, when we go through, happen to go through a drawer, we'll be like, oh, look, that's when our friends were happy and skinny. In fact, I got a bunch more up there. Yeah. Those are actually the old ones that I just took off the refrigerator to put the new ones on. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, I'm looking at the picture. Look at those wonderful memories from last yeah, year. That's right. Picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got to say, this is not a bad little studio. How are we coming across on the thing right here? It's a little echoey, but I think we can cut it out. We, we should probably have that moment of silence. 
And Moment. That's right. Now, nobody died. We were just um, trying, trying to, to get a baseline for the background noise. Edit out a song. That's right. Background. That's right. So, yeah, I saw this thing on Facebook where it was like a, a service where you could box up all the kid art and send it to this place. And they will copy it into like pages and make it a bound book. Like, really? Like they, they'll actually like scan the art and then put it but, in book form and then send it back to you. And I was watching. I was like, that's a good idea. But I kind of want the original art, though. Yeah, I take it you don't get the original art back. They just burn it. They they didn't really say, but like they showed them shipping back, and it's just like stuff in the book. And I'm like, oh, but the original. Yes, I. That's actually not a bad idea. I like to do that. Actually, I'm I'm. I hate to say I'm sentimental. I'm all like, save the artwork. I want to see my beautiful child as she learned to right. do numbers and stuff. Well, I'm like, you know, if she becomes like Ryan and becomes famous someday, that, really that, sell that, that stuff. That, that, yeah, that, that shit may be worth something. <laughs> so here, for example, is Marion. I'm pulling out the pictures now. I do feel like an old person. Here's us at Disney World. Here's her actually on the. Those are Lego horses. You know, I like Facebook because it's like a slideshow of a person's vacation that you. The, like they're showing it to you but you don't have they don't have to know that you didn't look at it yes exactly or they don't have to know that you did look at it and enjoyed it way more than, than you probably should have no. this is when the day got freaky face paint that's cool yeah but she literally did a full face paint of a cat and I'm just like <laughs> like I've always been par- terrified of cats and when <laughs> that's, I saw, that's why you keep so many on your porch. That's yeah that's why I keep so many on the, but no but like like people like mixed up like at the cat face paint. Yeah. You seen the the Broadway show Cats? Yeah, I, I've never, but I've seen always like the cop the TV mm-hmm. shows of it or whatever. Right, and I'm just looking at those people going, oh, that's weird. You know, like people dressed up as cats freaks me out. And so when Marion did like full face paint, and everything, I was just like, that's ah, a little weird. We last recorded December 16th, and there was a, a lot of like you know holiday stuff in between. And we, we recorded two podcasts in the same day around that same time. And we, we got one out. Yeah. And the other one's still kind of... Floating around. Hanging out. But it's usually... It's like the stuff that we usually talk about before the podcast records. Yeah. Like nerd stuff. Mm-hmm. So we may or may not release that one. We probably will. You can do that whenever. Especially when we got a slow week or something going on. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's really Marvel stuff we talked about. You can hold on to that till when the new Marvel movie. You told Captain Marvel comes out right there. You That's go. true. Yeah. That's true. So. But, uh, yeah. no, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that one. See, you can hear my dog playing the drums in the background. Yes. So I want to point that out. We are recording live from my studio in my, in my kitchen. In the kitchen. Which isn't at all closed in like Jason's is. So you get all the noises. The noises. Hello, hello. All the noises. Dog noises. How we doing? So what else is going on? How was, what all happened to you? Now, did Santa, did Santa... Santa, Santa, Satan Claus, Satan. Thank you. Ooh, I'm having a rough day. He visited. You know, that's the thing I have with kids. I got to buy into this stuff. I really don't want to, but you kind of have to get the whole family on board for that to work out, and the whole family's not on board. Yes. In fact, I told someone this year. Uh, she said about Santa, and I was like, "Yeah, Tracy had to do some reprogramming because uh, I told her last year there was no Santa Claus, and she was just like, oh, you didn't.' Well, who I am? I, I was like, I was like, well, I told her, and she was like, oh, okay.'" She wasn't like, oh no, yeah. the Santa. She don't give a crap. She's getting gifty regardless. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, 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 but Tracy didn't like that, so you ended up going back and. Oh man, she was not, not happy about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, so she re- reprogrammed her and and, and now she's back to believing. Now she prays the Santa at night. No. When, when gift giving season is approaching. Mm. But you know that was, that was the last podcast. You know. Yeah. So, Eons ago. So you know I put out a book. 
Yes, um, did. People, I guess, were waiting for the holiday season to read the book. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually getting good reviews on it. So, really? Yeah, I got six five-star reviews on I, Amazon. You know, not to sound like a bad friend, but I need to read your book. Here's the thing. You know, I, I bought your book. I know. I, and, you know, that that's pleasing to me. Yes. So, 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 yeah, man, you can pretend like you read it. Be like, yeah, I can't wait for the next one. No. There, there was. You, you can read, like, all six of the Amazon reviews and, and, and form an opinion just based oh, on oh, oh, what's going on. Just you have six of... Uh... Yeah, so I have six reviews. Ha! Um, the, I mean, they're all people that I know. Okay. Um, they're all five-star reviews. There you go. And my mom was one of them. Which, you know, when your mom leaves a review, you're like, ah, oh, geez. Yeah. She actually read it, and she really enjoyed it, and it's totally not something that she would enjoy. Mm. So it was it was cool that she did. But it was funny, because I was like, ah, oh, she's going to leave a review, and people would be like, oh, that's your mom. Yeah, you're, you're just padding your, your five-star rating. With your mom. With my mom. Of all people. Yeah. But, but she posted a review, because I was like, they're going to see her name, and that know we're related, because, you know, same last name. Mm-hmm. Or my sister did, it wouldn't be such a big deal. Mm-hmm. So she posted it, and it was it wasn't her name it was like her username which was like it's just something that wasn't recognizable at all to anybody so like, okay okay nobody will know that it's my mom so in her review on at least two occasions she says this is my son's book <laughs> and she left a great review but yeah i was like i oh, could have just skipped that part skip that part can we edit out the review please yeah. no no we can't okay cool but she's excited. Like she got my sister to read, and my sister liked it. And I think is going to really leave a review. And then she. Well, I saw her post on Facebook where she's like, "I need another book yeah. so I can read the book." That's right. <laughs> and then my, my mom called me Sunday morning, like early, like woke me up early, and I was like, "Hey, someone else left a review, and, and this person's from Pennsylvania." And she, oh. she was just like, "I got five stars," and and they read it at the beach. She's proud. But anyways, so I, so I spent the vacation editing a new one. So you're done with the new one? Yeah, I've been done for years. <laughs> no, I, I wrote these in 2013, 2014. So pretty much you're going back and just making them better. Yeah, yeah. well, they're they're both 40,000 words. They actually came out to the exact same page count, and okay. they, they need to be, like, around 60. That's basically what I'm doing, just going back and adding a little more plot and dialogue and stuff like that to kind of flush them out a little more. Gotcha. And so I've got this one almost done. I'm over 50,000 words now, I believe. Okay. I, I want to try to get to 60. And I, I think I can do it. If I can't do it on the first round, I, my editors haven't gotten it yet. So so does your editors break it apart and go through it like oh, that? Oh, yeah. They, 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 they give me detailed notes on it. Right. And they, but, they, they made some good suggestions good. the last time. The, the one major change was the, the captain of the ship. Well, like Based on change who the captain was, there, there was a, a female crewmate who was in the background. And, and she they had her they made her the uh, captain. Okay. Her suggestion, she was made the captain. Because the sequel involves more her than anything. Like, it's basically her story in this one. So they thought it should be a better run-up to it if, if she kind of had the charge in, in the other one, too. Oh, I gotcha. That's a cool idea. Yeah. So what happens to your main character? Oh, I don't want to know. Spo- spoilers. But does the main one disappear in the next one? Sort of? Yeah. Okay. I'm curious who's here. Yeah, pretty much. I, yeah. I won't get, like, like he's, he's there, but he... Uh, he kind of comes and goes. He, gotcha. He, That's all you got to tell me. Spoilers. That's all you got to tell me. So, so my question, are you going to pull a Stephen King with all your novels and then try to make them kind of all universal? Are they within the same universe? Yes. Yes. All right. So, yeah, I wrote these two, sci-fi based in another world. And I wrote a, I wrote an Appalachian crime drama, which I actually just submitted nice. um, to them. I connected those. Did you now? Mm-hmm. Cool. Like, so, are, are we connected like how 
E.T. is connected to uh-huh. Star Wars. I'll tell you what it is, and I'll edit this part out. Well, I'm trying to think what else. I got nothing else, really, uh, for... Uh, well, we're in the um, January hangover zone. I know. That's the worst part I hate, is you kind of... You have no new TV shows. You got no new stuff going on in your life. You're just kind of sitting around binging on old yeah. stuff. January is just kind of like sitting around waiting for the rest of the year to happen. Yeah, I agree. And so... I mean, you know yeah. what? You know what is slightly more depressing... In my opinion, was that April or February thirteenth? I agree with that. You know why thirteenth instead of the fourteenth? Because for me, it used to be what how much your mother called it desperation day. Uh, you sit around, and you're like, oh, I get to be alone and single. Isn't that Valentine's Day on Parks and Rec too? I believe so. Yes. Right. Yes. And I used to do the whole thing where I was like, oh, this sucks. And I, you know, and I remember Valentine's. I hated Valentine's Day for. Obvious reasons. Yeah, I don't care for it either. Yeah, and I just remember going home, going, well, I'll go buy a big thing of chocolate and just sit around and watch Star Trek. I mean, totally give in to my nerd side. And uh, so it's funny because Martha, I talked to Martha, and like, what do you want to do for Valentine's Day? And she's like, I hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Same. Same. Exactly. So I usually, I'll do like the dinner and that's about it. But Yeah, there's always a good reason to eat. The one thing I hate, and I've told her and, and so far she's kept up the deal. I said, whatever you do, do not give me flowers. So I just, you know, I hate, and I hate giving out flowers. I, I think that's too. Yeah. Uh, yes. Let me kill this thing that is beautiful and give it to you. Yes. Yes. Might as well be like, here's a dead kitten. Yes. And I, I'd rather do something actually better and, like, you know, if I'm going to do something, let's give her a gift or go out and do something or have fun or whatever the case may be. Not here's some dead flowers. I do the dead flowers and I really screw up. That's right. And I'm like, oh, crap, she's really mad at me. Yeah, I need to kill some flowers and send them up to her way. I know. That, that's happened to me before, too, where I got the flowers just for the hell of it. And, yeah. And, and, and she was like, what did you do? What did you? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I always had that conversation. I have a friend. <laughs> who uh, tells this funny story. He says, he was sitting at Walmart and this lady came up to her and he's like, sir, sir, wouldn't your wife just love to have flowers brought home to her? And he's like, madam, no. If I bring home flowers, I will be in more trouble. And he says, as he's telling this lady this, you could see about three or four women behind her just getting pissed. My wife would just hate me for bringing those. She will not appreciate it at all or something like that. And they got mad, and finally she goes, why would she be like that? Because if she saw those flowers, the first thing that's going to come out of her mouth is, what did you do wrong? What did you spend money on? Or who were you talking to that's going to get back to me to get me in trouble? So I've learned a long time ago, don't do that, or you're going to be in trouble regardless. <sighs> it's a slow day. Uh, yeah. So January. January. Kind of blows. I think February blows more. Yeah. I, I, I like the March is when you you see a ray of hope. January is the reset month. January is like like you have this game uh-huh. and you love it and you played it many times. Let's, uh-huh. let's say thirty five times. Okay. And then you you're starting and you, you get ready to play for the thirty sixth time and you think, damn it, I got to go through the tutorial again. Yep. All that beginning stuff and, yep. and, I, and then I got to build up my character and and, and by, by the time you get to the end of the game, you're like, yeah, I got a powerful character now. And like, up oh, in the game. In the game, it's time to start this thing back over, over again. Yeah. So yeah, we're in the tutorial of the year mm-hmm. I agree with that and only thing and I, and, I, and I think because of how crappy of a year we had last year yeah. this whole year you kind of like we're kind of like baby steps forward let's see what's going to happen okay so far we're a weekend everything seems okay yeah, that's right. 
Let's keep on edging forward here and see where we go with this. Uh, yeah, I've approached this year with optimism. Yes. But now it's kind of sunk into cautious optimism. Yes. And I guess that's where I'm going to remain until it proves me one way or the other. Yes, I agree. This so, year's been rough. So there, there's a potential for great things this year. Yes. But there's also, you know, things can fall to shit like the last year because there was potential for great things last year. Yeah. Well, I think 2017 was good. So I mean, I remember. Yeah. And we were talking to somebody about this the other day. But 2016, I remember being rough. And we started in 2007. 2007 was a crappy year for me. Okay. I started the year of food poisoning, so that set the, the pace for the rest of the year. Okay, okay. And it never got better. Actually, in the end of the year is when I started my job that I currently have. Okay. So I, I kind of give it points for that, but but everything leading up to that was just junk. Mm-hmm. 2008 was good. Mm-hmm. 2009 was good. Pretty much everything was good until 2012. That was a terrible year. And just, it was and, just a know, weird year. My in, calendar restarted as well. Yeah, so, that's true. But uh, you know that. But that year ended on a high note too, because uh, that's when Hazel's coming along. <coughs> yes, it was literally a month before the Maya encounter ended. And I was like, okay, I was kind of like, if it ended, I was kind of okay with it. When did the encounter? I thought the encounter. It, ended. it was December of 2012. Yes, December 21st, I believe. Yes, because I remember laughing because it was 21st, 23rd. Because I, I told Suzanne, I go leave it to Suzanne for her birthday to be when the world was supposed to. End. Uh, so. I, I remember though because I learned about this in, in high school yep. and, and I thought well you know I got I'm going to be old when that day yeah, comes I, I got like 16 more years I, yeah. it's, it's fine and, and now we're like 6 years past that point point. I'm sitting here going I'm glad it did not yeah in fact I remember finding an old uh, picture of um, and I, I posted it that day and I was like holy crap the Mayas were right and it was a picture <laughs> of a cigarette and they had took um, Anderson Cooper and stuck him in front of it. Uh, and it was steak puff marshmallow. Uh, I remember that, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but, yeah, so, okay, I'm, I'm not as okay with the world ending right now because I got a kid coming. Yeah. And it didn't. So, that was, that was, I was okay with that. Yeah. It's kind of how I so, I tell you, you talk about the end of the world stuff, and I made, I told you about the Bird Box movie, right? Yeah. That is a super depressing movie. I don't what kid is this? Is this your new one? That's Peggy. Hey, Peggy. And Peggy. That's actually her name, and Peggy. And Peggy. The Skyler Kidder. Hello, Peggy. But uh, that movie is like super depressing, and it's one of those ones chalk with detail. I did not realize what's the serpent demon that's got all the tentacles. Uh, Chilufu. Chilufu, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's who it is. Okay. Apparently, it's one of the monsters that pops up in this world. It's copyright protected, so we can't show it. We can't show (laughs) it. Yeah, that was kind of a joke. And and I was sitting there going, damn, I kind of wanted to see what what that looked like, but they won't show it because they won't show any of the monsters because that's yeah. it. and that actually what messes with him the most right there but you see a guy who walks in and takes out papers he's an artist mm-hmm. who's crazy too uh, see, and draws it and he's drawn all with all of these different monsters look like so you kind of uh, see him in a drawing okay but you never see what the monsters actually look like yeah the scariest monster movies are the ones where they don't explicitly show you the and monster. that's that was i think that's why people are like freaking out about this one because it's one of those ones where you sit there and you're like okay i need to turn the lights i feel like we should just film a movie that is just just like people walking around in the house being freaked out. <gasps> what is that? Jump scares. I mean, if you write that in 10 seconds. Yeah. Well, there's no jump scares except for the... Well, that's, that, that's probably what makes it a better movie than most. Yeah. that's It's not a jump scare. It's a psychological thrill. And that's the part that gets you. Like, they'll show you glimpses and stuff. Like, the messed mm-hmm. up one is like... So, they're, they're low on supplies on right. this show. And they've been held up in this house for, you assume, a month. And they've been, you know... Stretching out their supplies. So they decide they need to go out to supermarket. 
And okay. the one guy works at the supermarket. So what their strategy is, again, they can't see what's out there. They'll kill themselves. That's right. the whole thing about the whole whole story. So they go, they take their car, and they go on the car that's parked in the garage. And they cover the car completely up. So all the windows are blocked. They can't see what's out there. And then they open up the thing, back the car out. And then when they back the car out, they're just using the GPS to drive down the road. Of course, they know that the creatures are outside because the sensors start picking up things okay. around it and stuff like that. But you you see them driving over bodies. So, so people still go out and work and stuff? Well, that's the thing. Like, they go outside, and so eventually what they start doing is they wear blind... Hence the, right. the poster, they yeah. start wearing blindfolds. The memes are on point. Yes. And and that's the thing that I kind of was like... And for me, immediately, I was sitting around going, well, the only way you can survive in this world is if you're blind. So why aren't people just gouging out their eyeballs in this stuff? That's a good point. And apparently, it's not in the movie, but that's where the book goes with it. Uh, it's like uh, the lobster. Spoilers. Yeah. I've never <laughs> seen the lobster. Go ahead. Well, well, I'm not going to uh, say Well, the, the funny thing about the lobster is, like, the, the guy, like, his, his wife leaves him. Mm-hmm. And the society, you, you have to have... A, somebody with you or you get put in this place where you have 45 days to meet someone else and if you don't you get turned into an animal of your choice oh and so he picks the lobster so that's that's where the name comes from all right but he is very obsessive about like the person has to have the same type of vision that he has i think he wears glasses no it's 2020 vision uh-huh because the movie starts off where he's upset because his, his wife left him for someone who wears glasses. And so he, he's more upset about that fact than anything. What are you doing? So, so he's kind of a selfish ass, in other words. Well, he, he's just worried about this one point, more or less. Okay. And because, like, everybody he meets, like, he kind of tries to figure out if, you know, if they have 20-20 vision or whatever. Eventually, he escapes this place because sh- some shit goes weird. And he, he, he meets these people in forests who basically just live in the forest and are, like, runaways, too. But they're also kind of militant. So he meets this girl, and actually the rule, their rule is no romance. Really? Yeah. Because, you know, that whole place is like, you have to have someone, and so they're kind of the opposite, like, you, you don't have anyone else in your life. It's just a really weird movie. So what happens at the end? He turns into so, so So at the end, he falls over oh, this girl, and like the, the head, like, person in the group, like, kind of notices. He, she takes her to, like, an optometrist. And I guess convinces the, the optometrist to blind her. So like, you know, she comes back and she can't see anymore. And like, he, you know, he's like pissed off. I think he like puts her in like a hole and like pins her down and like basically has like hungry dogs like come hang around her. Some killer, like, something like that. And it, it's implied that they do eventually, but not not you know like slowly, I guess. He basically like does that and like escapes with her into the city. But, you know, he's with someone now, so technically he's he's you know safe to be out. Okay. At the very last scene, he, they're in a restaurant, and you know, she's sitting across from him, and he's blind, and he's helping her do stuff. And he's like, you know, excuse me, so I go to the bathroom. So he, he picks up a, a steak knife and goes into the bathroom. It kind of ends where, like, he's, like, standing looking at himself in the mirror, and he's, like, thinking about jabbing his eyes up, basically, so he can be like her. So so it ends where he's in the bathroom thinking about doing this, and then it cuts to her, and she's just kind of sitting out in the, in the restaurant, just kind of sitting there kind of waiting, and the movie ends. <laughs> Oh, I hate those kind of movies. Uh, it's one of those. Well, I always like those because it's one of those things where I like now I got to think about what happened. Yeah, and I, I like it when they make me think. Yeah, that's what I liked about. Uh, no that's what's uh, that's what's interesting about the. I think that's why the bird box is actually going good because you think about it, and I hate to say it, no matter what they show you on the thing. 
your mind makes it 20 times darker. Yeah. Yeah, what we do, because we, we just don't like the, the genre. Like, yeah. I don't like to be scared. I, I mean, I like, I like good stories, but I don't like to be scared. And Tracy's the same way. So we'll literally, like, read the Wikipedia entries yep, of, me too. of what happens. Yeah. That way you, you save money and you, you know what happens without being scared yes. shitless. Yeah. No, I, I did the same. And that was the thing about this one. And, and that was the thing about Bird Box. Spoiler. You want to spoil it a little bit? Ends on a hopeful note. Okay. When the book did not. Uh, the book ends. Believe we have company. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. You say goodbye. Hey, so everybody, she did the intro for us tonight. Thank you for joining us on West by Pod for putting your ear holes up on us. That <laughs> sounds more gross every time. I it does, but I like it. It's part of the fun. But yeah, it's, we'll be back next week, and hopefully, something will start to happen this year. I know. We'll hopefully have good more things. things to talk about. Good, good things. things. Yeah, all good, good things. things.